Don't be afraid to try things. Try new things, kind of like throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks, see what you like, uh, find your voice, find your voice, stay true to you and be as consistent as you can. And I help them make peace with food and make peace with their body so that they can take care of themselves physically, mentally, emotionally. Hey, this is Aman and you are listening to the Think Ultimate Podcast. Today we have Kara Sifeli with us. Kara is a passionate coach who guides women into their most confident and vibrant version of themselves. She is a self-taught chef and self-published author. Her work has been featured on the Feed, Feed, Mind, Body, Green, Wedge News Magazine, Elephant Journal, Recovery Warriors and KTLA Los Angeles local news station. So let's welcome our today's guest, Kara Sipheli. Kara, welcome to the show. Yes. Hi. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to chat with you. Absolutely excited to share your experience with the audience. Let's jump on to the questions right away, Kara. Tell us something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. So I was listening to your podcast and I heard that you asked this question to people and I was like, I don't know what to say. I feel like <laughs> I've shared it all. Um, but something interesting about me that people don't know. Um, okay, this is just what's coming up right now. I, as a child, really wanted to be a whale trainer at SeaWorld and oh. thought that that's like where my life was heading. And I even my, got my first job at SeaWorld San Diego selling churros. Um, obviously, that's not how my life turned out. But that was my dream for like 12 years. <laughs> So. absolutely what we think as a child is just really different on what we really do my dream was to become an aeronautical engineer and here we are doing a podcast so the dreams change and the goals change the paths change it's all about how you get developed day by day and you see more opportunities coming on you just change the way yeah okay yeah, so uh, Kara, how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug say that again how did you catch the entrepreneurial bug? How did you get into entrepreneurship? Oh, how did I get into entrepreneurship? Yeah. Um, you know, I think my dad was always an entrepreneur and started a whole bunch of different businesses. So that was really modeled for me as a child. And my mom was a stay-at-home mom until I was in high school. And then she started working as well and also became an entrepreneur and started her own um, business. So I think that was just what was modeled for me. But in addition to that, I was always fascinated by entrepreneurship in part because of how it's talked about, at least in, in America. It's just talked about with such like um, regard and that it's cool and you're doing your own thing. And, um, you know, I, I worked for people before I became an entrepreneur. Like I had other jobs and worked at a corporate law firm and things like that. So I gave it a shot of like not being an entrepreneur. And then I really caught that bug when I was like 26 years old. I was just like, I think I want to go out and do my own thing. Um, and just took that risk and have been here since 2016, I guess. Yeah. That's really cool. So uh, what work you do you basically do? Is it life coaching for women or is it something else? Yeah, I think you could call me a life coach because 
I end up talking with my clients about their entire lives, like all of their life seems to make it onto our calls. But my primary focus is to help people, primarily women. I have had some men over the five or so years that I've been doing this coaching work um, heal their relationship with food in their body. So this is people that are struggling with obsessive thoughts about food, a lot of self-loathing or body shame. Maybe they're struggling with emotional eating or binge eating or yo-yo dieting or even potentially a, a diagnosable eating disorder. And I help them make peace with food and make peace with their body so that they can take care of themselves physically, mentally, emotionally, and um, focus their time and their energy on what they most care about and what's most in alignment with their values. Because when you are struggling with those issues, it takes up a lot of mental real estate and it takes up a lot of energetic and emotional real estate. And so helping them heal frees all of that up so that they can show up more powerfully in their lives and for the people in their lives. So life coach is like broad umbrella. And then that's like my niche, you know? Okay, got it. So Kara, uh, in your opinion, what is the most important personality traits someone would need to be successful in your job? Wow. Hmm. I think self-belief just from, for the nature of like believing in yourself that you can do this and that you can help people. And that, and if specifically, if you wanted to have your own business, as opposed to maybe working at a treatment center or becoming a therapist with a, um, a private practice or working with another practice, um, just self-belief. But then the other really important quality, I think is patience. You said the most important one, empathy and compassion. I know they're different, but I would say empathy and compassion are, are integral to be able to do this work and to hold space for people and to see really where they're at and help them move forward and take those next steps. So empathy and door slash compassion, I think. Absolutely. Would be the most empathy important. is really important. Mm -hmm. Empathy is really important because if you cannot understand what your client is feeling, then you can you can't help him in any way. Right. It's just, it's just, it's challenging if you can't understand where they're coming from, for sure. Yeah. Okay. So what, what is the, which one is the difficult client you've ever got? The most like difficult what disorder client? They have? Yeah. Mm. Hmm. I think the, the most challenging clients that I have had sort of just generalizing here is ones that are straddling the line between really wanting to get better, but really terrified to leave the comfort zone of their disordered eating um, and like food and weight control. So those are often the most difficult is when they're straddling that line or when they have the belief that they want to get better, but that's not like they're, they're, they're not actually truly ready. So supporting them and getting off of that fence that they're on. Um, whereas a lot of clients will come to me and they're off the fence already. They're like, I know I want to get, I know I want to get better. Like, what do I need to do? I'm going to do it. When they're on the fence, that's, I would say when it's more challenging because then I have to support them in getting off the fence. Um, exactly. Yeah. I can understand how difficult your job is because 
try to understand someone that you have to get out of this comfort zone to get to get better you have to do this do this but they still don't understand but you still have to like tell them that it's not good for you i can understand how how difficult it is because i cannot i cannot deal with that people yeah <laughs> not a lot people can do that yeah you know i think i can relate to having had an eating disorder myself and so I know what it's like to consciously want to get better, but then like deep beneath the surface, like not really be ready to let go. So going back to your previous question, I have that empathy and that compassion that supports me and supporting them through that process of actually being ready to let go. Absolutely. So Kara, how did you manage to grow your business so far? Social media, 100%. Um, I have a love hate relationship with that. You know, one of my goals is to really build community separate from social media in the event that like I were to lose my social media platforms or get hacked or they get shut down. Like, I don't know, I'm pretty dependent on them right now. And so a goal of mine is to grow my email list and to, um, actually have that community separate from being so reliant, but uh, Instagram has been sort of my bread and butter. I recently got on TikTok and that's also been really awesome. So social media, just posting things online. <laughs> okay. So that's really cool because, uh, you have to get online these days to get more reach. Mm-hmm. We're kind of relying on them, you know, as small business owners. They're beautiful that we have these tools, but but a lot of my friends are in similar lines of work and we're all pretty reliant on social media. So exactly. This is the best way that you don't have to spend a lot on AdWords and all. You can just post the content out there. If it's really valuable to the people, it will get violent. Yeah, it's like that analogy, like the cream rises to the top type of thing yeah, it's like I mean, if you have quality content that connects with people and resonates with people um absolutely connection is really important mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so uh Cara, everyone is dealing with some level of difficulties in the business what are the most common difficulties you are currently facing that my clients are facing or that i'm facing you are facing oh yeah so after five years of doing this, the thing that I am learning now about myself is my ability and level to produce, meaning produce content to write my blog posts, to put out podcast episodes. Over the five years, I've gotten into this habit of pushing myself to produce at the level that I felt like I had to produce in order to be successful. And that's resulted in me burning out. And then, and as a side effect, not being as consistent as I'd like, because that burnout would essentially force me to rest and take a break so that I could recover my energy. So the thing that I'm working on right now is how can, at what level can I produce consistently at so that I don't burnout. So the analogy that I've sort of been working with is the tortoise and the hare. If you're familiar with that, I guess, nursery rhyme. So the 
the tortoise moves slow and steady to win the race and the hare goes yeah. super, super, okay. super, super fast and then like dies. Nice. Exactly. So I've been being the hare the last five years in my business and I push, 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 push. And then I like get really tired. And part of that is because of like hustle culture and urgency culture and, you know, the competitive nature of, of having an online business like this. So the biggest thing that I'm struggling with is not doing that again, not getting into that hair behavior, but really being like slow and steady, Kara, slow and steady so that I don't burn out again. That's really the biggest thing I'm struggling with is really managing my energy um, and what I can do consistently over time. Exactly. So uh, Kara, do you have a mentor? Do I have a mentor in this exact moment? Um, not specifically. Have I had them over time? Have I, and and I, when I say mentor, I, I mean, coaches that I've, other coaches that I've hired to help me. I've worked with several over the years. Presently, I'm not working with any coach, but if I were to say like, who are my mentors, I would say it's my, my sisterhood, my girlfriends who also have coaching business, who are also entrepreneurs. Some of them have been entrepreneurs longer than me. Some of them have been entrepreneurs at the same time. And I feel like we have a really symbiotic relationship where we can support each other and pull each other forward uh, if and when we need it. That's really cool. Having people around you and supporting each other. Good environment. I feel really lucky. Yeah, if it's it's a gift to to have that, you know, to have that community and that inner circle. Absolutely. So, Kara, what is your growth plan? What is my growth plan? Yeah. Yeah. Slow and steady. <laughs> Slow and steady, so they don't burn out again. And um, giving myself permission to talk about the things within my field in my way. So really talking about them in a way that's real and true and authentic and in my voice. That's something that I'm also really focusing on moving forward so that my people that resonate with my voice can find me. That's also a growth plan, but then slow and steady so that I can be consistent instead of speeding up and stopping, speeding up and stopping, <laughs> which is which has been my pattern. Um, yeah. Okay. So, Kara, how would you like to be remembered? Would I like to be remembered like my legacy at the end of the at the end of life type of vibes? Yeah. Yeah. I love this, I love this question. I love that you asked that. Um I actually think about this all the time, like at the end of my life. I imagine myself at the end of my life looking back and I think what are the things that I'm going to need to do? And I think about it really micro, like in this exact situation, how do I need to handle this? So that at the end of my life, I can look back and be like, I'm really proud of how I handled that. That's always a very clarifying question for me. So I would want to be remembered as someone who was compassionate, empathetic, intentional, loving, and who helped make the world a better place. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That that's all that matters, because you have helped people and they will carry on your legacy, telling people that this is Gara and she helped me a lot in my mm. toughest times. Yeah, yeah. 
just simple basic stuff, you know, kind of cliche, but yeah. Exactly. So Kala, if you had an extra $10,000 of budget, how would you spend it and why? Hmm. I had an extra $10,000 in my budget. How would I spend it? That is a good question. I don't know. I'd have to think about that. I mean, a part of me thinks I would maybe buy a new computer because mine's kind of old. Um, maybe I would buy some lighting so I can work separate from just the daytime uh, when I film my videos and I do a lot of cooking as well, but I'm kind of like, okay, I have to cook and film during the day. So maybe some lighting um, and maybe I would hire some help. You know, I'm kind of a one woman show and part of that is by choice. Um, but that might be something I would consider more seriously. Exactly. That would be a really good investment because you were doing that stuff and you could use more help with that. Okay. Yeah. So uh, what is the favorite quotation? My favorite quote? Yeah. Oh gosh. Okay. So it is, I believe a Steve Jobs quote and it is, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect the dots looking backwards. So you have to trust that the dots will somehow connect in your future. You have to trust in something, you know, like life, the universe, God, whatever. And then I think the quote finishes with him saying, this approach has never let me down and has made all of the difference in my life. So just like really trusting that when you look back, it'll all make sense. Exactly. That one just really hit deep because it's, it is really deep because sometimes you think that it's not good for me, but, and you have been thrown away from that thing. But after that, when you see the full view of that, you seem to know that this was best. Mm -hmm. uh, it's connected from this thing. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Kara, if you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it? Oh, well, I kind of did. My first book was called Body Wisdom. Um, and I definitely, like, where I am now, if I were to rewrite that book, it would be an entirely different book. Um, and I would maybe still name it Body Wisdom. So maybe I just need to make an updated edition two of Body the book. <laughs> A lot has changed since I wrote that book and my opinions and my perspectives. Not everything, but a lot of things. So yeah, I think body wisdom. I feel like that's always, or maybe coming home, meaning coming home to yourself. Maybe that coming home. <laughs> coming home is also good. And body wisdom part two can also be good. Yeah. Okay. So uh, kind of what advice would you give to the young entrepreneurs who are starting in your field? The advice that I would give them is to trust themselves. Don't be afraid to try things, try new things, kind of like throw spaghetti at the wall, see what sticks, see what you like, uh, find your voice, find your voice, stay true to you um, and be as consistent as you can. Um, and that's really good. And just keep believing in yourself. I think self-belief is what has pulled me forward all the time. Exactly. If you believe in yourself, then you can do anything because no successful person 
is you won't find this one single successful person who doesn't believe in himself because right. they have the, they have the belief in their capabilities yeah yeah okay so thank you kara for giving your time and i really appreciate that you coming here and sharing your awesome experience with the audience and they have learned a lot from you that how difficult it is to become a life coach and how you have to understand a lot of things while becoming a life coach and you have to be ready for that thank you yes. for that yes thank you as well and uh, so kara please uh, mention your instagram or facebook username so if someone has a question they can just dm it to you and you can just connect with them as well yeah thank you so much for having me on and all of these thoughtful questions that you had and my instagram okay. is just my name kara karin safeli and they can definitely dm me my dms are always open okay surely so uh, guys this was kara and uh, hope you liked it keep watching keep listening have a great day